today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie well, the funeral of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny is scheduled to start around now in Moscow. And I'm looking at a television screen here and I see Sky News showing pictures of crowds gathering on the streets of Moscow. There were reports this morning suggesting his family were having difficulty securing a hearse to transport his body. Then we heard that the family spokesperson was saying that the body hadn't been handed over by the authorities. It appears now all of that is resolved. And you remember the 47-year-old died in unexplained circumstances circumstances in a prison colony in the Arctic two weeks ago. Well, for more on this, I'm joined by John Everard, who's former British ambassador to Belarus and North Korea. Good morning, John. Good morning, Claire. So we have that public funeral happening this morning and I'm looking at those crowds who are gathering. There were question marks over whether well-wishers would have been allowed to attend. Yes, there were. And the police uh, certainly made their presence felt. Lots and lots of police officers. You could probably see them on the Sky News coverage you were referring to earlier, Claire. But so far, they don't seem to have made any arrests. We're not sure how many mourners have turned out. Hundreds, possibly thousands. Uh, Navalny's anti-corruption campaign uh, staff have said that the queue to get into the, uh, the, the, the the church was 300 metres long, which suggests possibly a bit over a 1,000 people, depending on how thick it is. Uh, the mourners all appear to be standing in silence, nobody shouting slogans or anything like that. There's an atmosphere of deep respect. A lot of them are carrying flowers, and the police at the moment are just watching carefully, uh, doubtless ready to pounce if there's anything that might be described mm-hmm. as a disturbance of the peace. I, I suspect that they will be restrained by the fact that at least three Western ambassadors have turned up to join the mourners, and the police will be reluctant to uh, to, be, to be violent, uh, actually, in the presence of foreign diplomats. Yes, and, and would you say, just looking at those people who are queuing to get in there, that even by attending that, they may be taking somewhat of a risk? Absolutely. Uh, these are brave people. Remember that uh, people who attended the makeshift memorials put up to Navalny uh, in various places in Russia uh, were photographed. Many of them, we understand, have since been served with mobilization papers. So uh, if you uh, show your respects to Navalny, you end up on the Ukrainian front is is the deal. Uh, so these people are risking that. That said, as if you look at the queue, there are an awful lot of elderly people there are people who are well past the age at which they can be sent into combat so they probably feel a bit safer also i think a striking demonstration of just how navalny's uh, appeal reached across the generational divide in russia he wasn't just Oh, we seem to have lost uh, John's line there. John Everard speaking to us about that ongoing funeral uh, of Russia, of uh, Alexei Navalny. And I just see AFP reporting in the last couple of minutes. They put it at thousands of mourners who are queuing for that funeral. And the coffin has now arrived. The hearse carrying the body of Alexei Navalny has arrived at the church where his funeral is due to take place. There was some speculation that the 
public event could be um, cancelled or may not be allowed to happen. It is going ahead as we speak. Do we have John back on the line? John is there. John, sorry, your line just dropped there as you were uh, telling us about this event and we're seeing live pictures of the crowds gathering. I was explaining to our listeners, we were trying to figure out earlier just how many people are there. AFP, the news agency, has uh, put a figure on it saying that there are thousands of people there. From Vladimir Putin and his regime's perspective, they will be watching this very closely, not just to see how many people are there or who is there, but the sentiment around it. Yes, they will. Uh, And I think for that reason, the mourners are keeping very quiet. They don't want to give Putin any excuse. It's important to understand that in Putin's warped worldview, Navalny was decadent. Uh, In his extraordinary speech uh, to to the Russian nation yesterday, uh, he said that the West was trying to to push Russia uh, to be a decadent and dying space. Uh, And he sees Navalny as an agent of that. Remember that Putin regards the 2014 annexation of Crimea as the Russian spring. You know, he is the, the, the good guy uh, reviving Russian fortunes. People like Navalny are just agents of the corrupting West. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get your, yourself into these people's head. But uh, there's no, no doubting the, the deep hatred uh, that Putin had for Navalny. Navalny he saw as a real, real threat. And uh, it's t- typical of Putin that the day after uh, Navalny died, he was seen grinning in all his public engagements. Now, um, just going back to what we were hearing this morning at the very last minute before this funeral was due to take place, a spokesperson for the family said that the remains of Alexei Navalny had not yet been handed over. They were ultimately. But there were multiple reports that the family ran into difficulty even getting a funeral director to help them or finding a place to bury him. What can you tell us about all of that, John? I think this is a typical example of the way that Putin's regime operates. Uh, Nothing official, of course, uh, but uh, I'm sure that funeral director after funeral director received telephone calls saying, don't even think about it. You touch this funeral and you're in deep trouble. And they, they backed off. But in the end, and this, I think, is a striking example of the resilience of the courage of ordinary Russians. Some funeral director, we don't know the name, but somebody has taken this funeral on. Somebody has provided a hearse. Remember, there were big issues of whether the family could find a hearse. Um, A church has agreed to host the service. In fact, a church quite close to where Navalny lived. And they found a cemetery prepared to accept the burial. So in the end, despite all the obstacles that the Russian state put in their way, the family were able to arrange a a, a funeral for Navalny. Mm -hmm. His uh, widow, uh, Yulia Navalny, addressed the European Parliament on Wednesday. And I know that the the day that he died, she was speaking in Munich and she said that she, she vowed at that point just hours after his death, to carry on with his work. Will Vladimir Putin view her as a threat now? Yes, absolutely. I'm sure that in Putin's view, she now takes over the mantle of Alexei Navalny. Uh, it's not clear where she is right now. Uh, she's probably not come back to, to Russia, uh, at least not straight away. But remember um, that Navalny once said, yes, it's easy to stay outside Russia, but once you do that, you are outside you're no longer part of Russian politics. I suspect that she will feel the same way. She will eventually come back to Russia. And I suspect that 
just as the Russian state made life difficult for Navalny, uh, that she will be under constant surveillance and that the Russian police will be looking for an excuse to lock her away. Are we hearing any more about the circumstances of his death? No, uh, we're no further forward on that. Uh, as, as far as we are aware, no autopsy was conducted. At least there'd be no reports of one. Uh, so that if he was poisoned, for example, we're not going to know about it. Uh, lots of reports that he was killed by a hard punch to the heart. His body, of course, weakened by a poor diet, poor conditions, extreme cold in the penal colony where he was detained. And a, a sharp punch to the heart might just have finished him off and wouldn't have left any traces. Mm-hmm. So the quick answer, Claire, is we'll probably never find out how he died. That punch that you describe, it's known as the KGB punch, is it? Yes, that's the one. So, and I I read about this, this speculation that he may have been left in, in either outside or in extremely cold conditions. And then that shock to the heart, it's, it's all part of that KGB trained method of killing somebody. Yes, if indeed that is what happened. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is speculation. Uh, It's a favoured KGB, and uh, not of course the KGB have now passed over, but uh, a favoured Russian way of disposing of distance because it leaves no traces. An autopsy will not reveal that punch unless you get to the body very quickly after death, which of course is not the case uh, for for Navalny. But we we simply don't know what happened. All right, John, we'll leave it there for now. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us. That's John Everard, former British ambassador to Belarus and North Korea. That funeral of Alexei Navalny is underway right now in Moscow. And as we described, the crowds are gathering there to pay their last respects to the opposition activist. We'll take a break back after this. Text 51551. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.